Hey G Tool family, welcome to our podcast. We are so excited to have you here. We know this message will draw you closer to God's word, his will, and his way wherever you are. Enjoy the message. What a great opportunity it is to be here in every home that is represented in G12 Church. I think that although these times have been apparently difficult, but in this adversity, God will bring the greatest blessings. We've been able to spend more time with our family, depending more on the Word of God, and we've been able to understand His purpose for our life. And, of course, develop a genuine faith where we know that the heavens are opening and God will guide us through those sure paths, not just for our children and our disciples, but in our own life as well. Today's topic is how to find the dream of God for your life. The Heavenly Father has a great dream for every one of His children, and throughout the story of humanity the lord himself in very unique ways has communicated through visions and dreams and through the prophets i love reading the book of acts and to see how through the holy spirit that dream becomes part of each believer's life today i want to share specifically the story we find in chapter 10 we see how Cornelius received a revelation of that eternal dream that changed his nature and the path of his life, his family, and of the nations. Let's read verses 1 through 4. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian Regime, a devout man and one who feared God with all of his household who gave generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius, and when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have come up as a memorial before God. And in the next verses, we see Peter going up to his terrace to pray. The Bible says that then he got very hungry, so he was probably fasting. He had a vision. The Holy Spirit himself speaks to him and tells him that he should go see the men who were knocking on the door. And what I'm trying to emphasize here is what special characteristics did Peter and Cornelius have to make this happen in their lives? There are teachings, characteristics that identified them. First, they both had communion with the Holy Spirit. They feared the Lord. They were men of prayer. They were considered to be righteous. They did the right thing. They were obedient and they were soon and quick to act. And we also see that they were known as generous people. It says that they and their families would be a testimony. None of the members of their family were out of the purpose. What we see about Peter, he was a very hardworking man. He was very firm in his spiritual convictions. He was a good husband, a good father. He was a true Jew, but he was missing one thing. 
He needed to know the dream of God in his life. And that's why when Jesus said, follow me, he obeyed and he walked with Jesus and became part of his team of 12. And that transformed his life. Cornelius was a centurion. He was part of the Italian regime. He was a very high-ranking soldier in the Roman military. And so we assume that he was very well-formed. He was prestigious. He wasn't a fisherman at all. He was a high-ranking official. And what we see is that God wanted to lead him and Peter to get to know the true purpose of their lives. Even though they were great people, they then became great leaders and they lived in fullness when they received the dream of God. Right now, I want to ask you, do you know God's dream for your life? Are you living in your own dream? Because the good news is that the Holy Spirit wants to reveal to you the dream that the Heavenly Father has for you. Not just for you, though, for your family, for the church, for the nation. God does not make exceptions. We see that this is what it says in this same chapter. Verse 34. So what are the requirements to receive the dream of God? First, be fearful of God. Have the fear of God. In the book of Proverbs, the word teaches us that the beginning of all wisdom is the fear of God. And that that fear of God means that we have to be separated from wickedness. Are you completely separated from those things that you don't, that you know are not correct? Or do you still allow some small indiscretions in your life? We also see that he was pious. He understood that life without God was meaningless. His first thought in the morning, his last breath, everything in his life was to glorify God. You have to have an uh, attitude of obedience. Cornelius and Peter, as soon as they received the direction of the Holy Spirit, they obeyed immediately. If God gives you a word, don't question it. Don't wait. Be obedient and be diligent and have a life of purpose. The beginning of this life of purpose, of guidance, is to discover God's dream. The most difficult thing for human beings is to leave aside their personal dream. God's dreams go so much further beyond every part of human life. You have to strive and work hard to get to know that purpose, that direction, that guidance that you have to follow and try to acknowledge what are the things you have to leave aside. In God's dream, there is no room for ego. It's a dream for multitudes, for nations, for families. Individuals have eternal purposes, and churches also have purposes. That's why for this church, God has a great dream. When this church was founded, when we were the first church that was born with the G12 vision, God's dream, the Holy Spirit's purpose for this church was that it would extend throughout the nations of the earth. And obviously that includes North America. It starts with a leader. Then that leader has 12 disciples that all have passion to save souls. And you multiply in different houses through the cell groups. Remember, the vision of this church is to make every member into a leader. 
It's to extend the vision into all of the nation. That is our goal. And the dream of God is for us to preach like Peter. He was faithful. And that's why he became one of the apostles. The first cell group. And the entire church was born in that home, in Cornelius's home, from that cell group. Peter was fasting and praying, and we don't know what time it was, but the Lord gave him a vision, and it was that salvation was for the entire world, not just for the Jewish people, but for the Gentiles too. And through that vision, salvation was born for the Romans, for the Colombians, for the Venezuelans, for the Americans, for every one of us who are not part of the Jewish people. We had no possibility for salvation, but we see that Cornelius in his offering and his prayer because he was a man who feared God and had a heart for God who fasted. He was persistent in prayer. That's why the Lord sent an angel to give him God's dream and that's the dream that every church has to find we cannot lose focus because it's so easy to just listen to messages and talented preachers that can entertain us we can easily lose focus you can listen to many messages and it's very easy online to find a talented speaker that will entertain you but at the end of the day it doesn't lead you to bearing fruit. It's not leading you closer to that calling that God gave you and to the mission that your pastors are leading you to. God's dream calls us to be very focused to his purpose and to the purpose of the church. Immediately, he called Peter, and Peter gave a very inspirational message. His message, especially verse 38, it says that God anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power Jesus of Nazareth and he went around doing good things and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. It's very clear the instructions that God left for the church through this message. Two things I want to emphasize because this is what you and I have to do. Once we have been clothed with the power of the Holy Spirit, recognizing God's purpose, Peter is very clear in teaching the value and the work of Jesus on the cross, the power of resurrection. And he said that he went around doing good. And so my question is, are you doing your part? Are you taking joy and happiness, provision, a word of encouragement? Are you sharing salvation? It says here that Jesus would save and deliver all those who were oppressed by the devil, those who were tired and oppressed and being afflicted. He would heal the oppressed, the discouraged, the sad, those who have no hope those who are weary and afflicted by the enemy we can only help those if we are walking hand in hand with the lord then we will be effective preachers in verse 43 we find that all the prophets give testimony of this that whoever believes in him will receive forgiveness of sin peter didn't 
make a light message. He spoke the true message of salvation and he understood how important it was for the soul to be completely saved. And what we see in this message is that both Peter and Cornelius, being guided by the Holy Spirit, were gathered together in that home and they were all the people who were baptized there were baptized in the Holy Spirit. They all started speaking in different tongues. And that's where Cornelius and his family and all those who were gathered there were clothed with the Holy Spirit. Cornelius was visited by an angel so that the Lord could reveal his purpose to him for us it was many years ago with pastor cho who shared the message with us he was a messenger who through books and messages was able to share with us a vision to come out of our limitations you don't need to have the title of being a pastor to preach every member of the church can preach you just need to preach the gospel the true gospel preach the the crucified and resurrected christ and in the midst of this time throughout the world as we are all going through a difficult time for example in the united states we've seen over a hundred thousand deaths because of this pandemic and although i don't know all the statistics i know that there are families that are grieving there is apparently a financial recession but people's hearts are open to receive the good news of the gospel in our secret place let's spend some time in prayer let's ask the lord for forgiveness let's not think only about our personal dreams but let's live the dream of God. He is calling you just as he called Cornelius and Peter to spend time at the cross, to take hope and salvation to many, to fulfill your calling. You don't have to quit your job. In church, you can develop your leadership, but all you have to do is focus. Just focus on doing your cell group, on building your team of 12. Remember, every member of this church can be a leader. You can be a great influencer, a person who understands that the center of our message is Jesus. Testify about what he has done for you. The power of this vision is that we work as a family, as a team in cell groups. And the more you testify, the more you will see this happening. I can guarantee that God will do a great work through you. He will lead you to fulfill his eternal dream for your life. The salvation of many is in your hands. The pastor, there are many places that he can't go to preach. He can't go maybe to your job, to your school, maybe even your family, but you are there in those places. So you should be the person to supply the need of those who need it. We have to multiply and become an influence for other 
generations. There are nations who in the past were Christian nations and are not Christian nations anymore. And that all happened because there was a generation that didn't transmit the vision of God correctly. And I know that in this time, God will touch the heart of every one of you in the church to testify. Wake up because a great revival is coming. You will be part of God's dream for this generation. I would like to pray for you. Lord Jesus, today we ask you for forgiveness because we have lost focus. Lord, we have listened to the wrong voices. Today, we acknowledge that the Good Shepherd is calling us, just as he did for Cornelius. He is looking for preachers, just as the Apostle Peter was a preacher. Lord, today, put we lay our dreams at the foot of the cross, and we pray that that heavenly dream that dream we may not understand because our minds are limited. We pray that that dream may be revealed to us. Open the understanding of your word to us so that we can win people, nations, entire nations, so that every prophecy may be fulfilled, Lord. We long for God's dream. You have to long for God's dream. We have to long for that dream of God that dream that leads us to be faithful and to fulfill our mission to win souls to protect families that dream has to be in our hearts and this church this church has found favor you have to long for it maybe you need to spend the night of prayer maybe you have to set a day aside to fast and there in the midst of intimate moments with the Holy Spirit, He will reveal to you where you have failed. Maybe you've lost that first love. Maybe you don't go with enthusiasm to cell group. Maybe you stop doing your discipleship group. Or maybe it's just become a routine. But Lord, do not allow lukewarmness and those dark harnesses of the world to come and torment our hearts and our minds and our and our souls Lord we will be like Cornelius we will raise up many who are like Cornelius who will raise up their voices to heaven and who will be generous to bring salvation we will train many Peters who will be strong rocks in the house of God to raise up a powerful leadership around the world brothers and sisters I long for the dream of God you have to long for it with your whole heart this is the purpose of God or else what's the point of even being alive there's no purpose if we are not doing the dream of God we would just run around the world with no purpose but when you have the dream of God, you have joy and happiness. And on that last day, when you stand before the judge of all the earth, who is our Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, you see that in this chapter too, he will say, come in my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in the little, I will put you among much. Come into the joy of the Lord. And why am I moved by this? 
because it's so easy to lose focus. These are difficult times, but the Lord needs workers, workers who are willing to lay their own dreams down at the cross and to take up the dream of God. And so my encouragement is that you advance and you conquer because this is, this, this is your time. I am so very thankful to have been able to share this word with the church. This word comes from the bottom of my heart. For three straight years, I spent my entire time in this congregation, and it was the best time of my life. I know that many seeds were sown in your lives. I know you are like the Cornelius and the Peter of this time that must stand up to bring salvation to your city and your community. Look to the cross, live in the word. Don't look at the circumstances because the Lord is with you. We are stronger together. God bless you. Before you go, make sure to click the follow button so you never miss what's new. We would love to connect with you. You can follow us on Instagram at G12Church and share with us how this message has impacted you. Until next time.